Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. And we live 
Tonight. Come on, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. That song blesses my soul, and I know if you love the Lord today, it blesses your soul as well. God bless you today. We bring you greetings this morning or this afternoon now in the presence of the Lord. This is Elder Miniweather. I don't know about you, but my soul has been blessed already, and so I lift my hands in the presence of the Lord. I give him the glory. I give him the honor and I give him the praise. That song ushers us into the presence of the Lord where the, the, our, our scripture says, clap your hands all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. He is our God today and he is worthy to be praised. We come today to worship him. We come to magnify him. We come to exalt him and lift him up. God has been good to us this day, this week, this month, as we are moving into the final Sunday of the month of February. We bless the Lord. We God's people, amen, we bless the Lord. So I greet you, greater saints. Stevens, our beloved uh, church family. First of all, we want to say giving praise and honor to God Almighty, who is the head of my life, who gives me the air I breathe, the song I sing. We bless him today. Pastor Black, we recognize and honor you today, the woman of God. We praise God for you and the ministry that he has given you to help build the kingdom of God. To our, our own our beloved our Elder Farmer and to Pastor Sherelle, to Deacon Gwynn to the deaconesses, the mothers, and all the saints of God. Hallelujah. If you know that you know that you know that you know that you have been born again, we rejoice in the Lord today because we are one of his own. Amen. God bless you today. And as I said, Psalm 47 says, clap your hands, O ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph for the Lord most high is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. So we take refuge today, my brothers and sisters, in knowing that we are here by God's grace and God, amen, is in control. He is in control no matter what things look like and no matter what things feel like today. God is yet in control. As we progress along today, the, uh, we will have a song of preparation, guest of honor, and then we will have our opening prayer by our own deaconess, Cassandra Faye Robinson. God bless you today. Our devotional reading will be coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 through 27 by our own Brother Farrell Mack. God bless you. And then as we round out every day, we know it's Black History, but we know that the month of February is given specifically for that. So as we round out the month, Black History Tribute today, we will have the song, Lift Every Voice and Sing. And then we will have our own Mother Kimmins, God bless you today, uh, with a reading, followed by our time where everybody can participate, praise, and worship. This is why we're here, to praise the Lord. He brought us through another week. He's brought us to this day. Hey, we've got something to praise him about. We've got something to worship him for. And then we will have our pastoral observation, God's 
spoken word and our benediction by our own beloved Pastor Black. God bless you today. I pray today that you will hear something that the Spirit of God will encourage you and that you will lend your voices in praise right where you are. Turn your house into a place of worship where God can fill that place with his presence so that he can bring in a healing. Whatever you need today, hey, God's got it. Let the Lord use you today in his presence. Amen. God bless you. We will go on now as the protocol has determined. Amen. God bless you.
Let's go to the throne of grace. Most gracious and everlasting Heavenly Father, Lord God, it's once again I come as humbly as I know how. Father God, first, thanking thee, Lord God, for giving us your very best, your only begotten Son, who hung, bled, and suffered, and died a horrible death. Oh, but you didn't stay dead. You got up with all powers in your hand, and you're alive and well today, sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercessions. Oh, God, we bless you today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for a new day, Father God, that you have allowed us to see. God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father God. We welcome you here in this place, Father God. We reverence you, Father God. You are welcome, Father God. You are so welcome, Father God. Oh, God, how we thank you, Lord God, for keeping us through the night watch. Oh, long last night, Father God, and early this morning, Lord God, you touched us with your finger of love, and uh, our eyes came open to see this brand new day we've never seen before and never will see again. Uh, oh, God, how we thank you, Lord God, for being so good so merciful, so gracious towards us, Lord God. We thank you and bless your righteous and holy name. Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done, my soul cries out, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you, Father God, for keeping us all, Father God. You have kept us, Father God, uh, from all hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. And for that, God, we give you the praise, glory, and honor. God, we thank you, Father God, for our mothers of our church, Father God. We thank you for our pastor, Father God. We lift her up right now, Heavenly Father. We ask you to touch her in a mighty, special way, Father God. Whatever she's standing in need of, Lord God, we ask that you would grant unto her, Lord God. We bless your righteous and holy name, Father God. We thank you for Mother Mays, Mother Gloria, Mother Diane, Mother Hazel, Father God, for Mother Kimmons and Mother Harris, Mother Gloria, God. Oh, we thank you for Mother Mays and all the mothers, Father God. We thank you for our very own Deacon Gwen, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for Brother Kimmons, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for every member of our church, Father God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we lift up every member right now, God. We pray healing, Father God, on their bodies of affliction, Father God. Oh, God, you are the God that heals all our infirmities, Father God. Whatever it may be, Father God, we come to the only one that can heal, deliver, restore, and set free. God, we cry out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. God, we bless your righteous and holy name, God, for you alone are worthy, Lord God, of all our praises. Oh, from the rising of the sun to the going down of that very same sun, God, we give you the glory, Lord God, as we bow down at your feet, Father God, just to reverence you, Lord God. Oh, we come, Father God, just to praise you, Lord God. We praise you in the morning, Lord God. We praise you in the noonday, Lord God. We praise you in the evening, Lord God. Oh, bless your wonderful and powerful name, Father God. You have been so good, Lord God. Oh, you have kept the death angels away from us, Father God. And for that, God, we owe you another praise, Father God. Oh, we come, Father God, to mo this morning, Father God, to say hallelujah in the highest. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lord God Almighty. God, you're the king of 
kings and the Lord of lords. You're the great I am, the lily of the valley. You're the bright and morning star. You're the God that was and soon to return, Father God. I pray in the name of Christ Jesus that we have our houses in order because we don't know the day nor the hour, Father God, that you're going to return, Father God. But will we be ready when that great day cometh, Father God? That's the question I pose today, Father God. Will we be ready when you come, Father God? I pray in the name of Christ Jesus that we will be ready, Father God, when that day arrives, Father God. Oh, God, I praise you. I praise you and I bless you, Lord God. I pray right now, Father God, for the houseless right now, God. I pray that you will open the windows of heaven and shower many a blessings, Father God. You're the God that healeth, Father God. You save our souls, Father God, from sin and shame, Father God. You have picked us up out of the muck and the mire, Father God. We give you the glory, all praise and honor, Lord God. Oh, how we love you, Lord God. How we love crying out and calling up on your righteous and holy name. You said if you would be lifted up, Lord God, from this earth, you would draw all men and women, Father God, boys and girls, unto yourself, Father God. Oh, God, we're here to magnify you. We're here to glorify you. We're here to praise you, Lord God. Oh, we're here to praise you. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you. We give you all the highest of praises there are, Father God. A hallelujah praise. A hallelujah in the highest, oh, God. How I love you, Lord God. We all love you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Good afternoon, everyone. I'll be reading uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 19 through 27. And uh, this is about Paul. He wrote this while he was in jail. Uh, trying to explain to people what he had to do in order to free, to get men to follow Christ. Even though I am a free man with no master, I have become a slave to all people to bring many to Christ. When I was with the Jews, I lived like a Jew to bring the Jews to Christ. When I was uh, with those who followed the Jewish law, I too lived under that law. Even though I am not subject to the new law, I did this so I could bring to Christ those who are under the law. When I am with the Gentiles who do not follow the Jewish law, I too live apart from the law so I can bring them to Christ. But I do not ignore the law of God. I obey the law of Christ. When I am with uh, those who are weak, I share the weakness, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. Don't you realize that it's a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just sh- shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, train it to do it what it should, 
Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. May God add a blessing to the hearers, the readers, and the doers of his word. Amen.
Billowing Flames destroys the historical Pilgrim Baptist Church, a south side Chicago landmark. Destruction to the edifice, which was more than 100 years old, devastated its parishioners. The church once had about 10,000 members and was the church home of the famous American arranger, pianist, and versatile, prolific composer, Thomas A. Dorsey. Not only was Dorsey known as the father of gospel music, but he was also considered one of the most influential figures ever to make an impact on gospel music. While the fire reduced Pilgrim Baptist Church to rubble, his legacy there and elsewhere remained. He ultimately wrote more than 1,000 songs in his lifetime, and half of them were published. A child prodigy born in Villa Rica, Georgia, Dorsey taught himself to play a variety of instruments. His talents were so widely recognized that a gospel tune was called a Dorsey until Dorsey himself coined the name gospel. Then his music was known as gospel or gospel blues. After moving to Chicago in 1916, Dorsey continued his musical training at the Chicago School of Composition and Arranging. He published his first composition in 1920, and to earn money, he worked as a composer and arranger for the Chicago Music Publishing Company. He also worked as a music coach for Paramount and Vocaline Records. In 1921, after he heard W.M. Nick's inspirational singing at the National Baptist Convention, Dorsey decided to begin composing sacred music. He registered his first composition in 1922. After becoming the director of music at New Hope Baptist Church, he combined his sacred music with his blues technique. This effort made him one of the progenitors of gospel music. Progenitors is just a big word for forefathers. In 1932, Dorsey's wife, Nettie Hopper, died in childbirth, Mm. and his newborn son died soon after. To console himself, he composed, Take My Hand, Precious Lord. Elvis Presley, recorded of Dorsey's second most popular song, Peace in the Valley, sold millions of copies. It is considered Dorsey's most widely recognized work and was a hit nationwide. And so today we salute Thomas A. Dorsey, who is revered in church history. Because of his walk with the Lord, he is celebrated as a Christian an accomplished pianist, choir director, and prolific composer, Thomas A. Dorsey. Oh 
of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire and darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. Hey, for all my life you have been faithful. Oh yes, you have. All my life you have been so so good. Every. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise is to our God. What an honor, what a privilege, and what a pleasure it is to worship with you this afternoon. I thank God for each of you, and we're so grateful to Elder Miniweather for being our presider this afternoon, and to our um, <clears throat> our prayer, our, our, our opening prayer, amen, uh, my heart has been stirred up, it's on fire for the Lord, our opening prayer, our very own Deaconess Cassandra Faye Robinson, and our devotional reading, uh, Brother Farrell Mack, uh, thank you so much for ushering us into the presence of the Lord and taking us right where we needed to be, where we could be um, experiencing the goodness of God. And thank God for Mother Kimmins um, with our Black moment of Black history. And so truly, it's an honor to be able to worship with you on today. And even though we are indoors, we're at home, uh, as Elder said, I hope you've turned your living room, your dining room, your bedroom into a place of worship because the Spirit of the Lord is there today. Um, if he's not there, that's because you did not stop to grab a hold to him uh, when the prayers was going up and the songs were going up. But I know that the presence of the Lord is here with us on today. Just want to greet all of our guests that are worshiping with us today for the first time. If you are on the call and this is your first time worshiping with the Greater St. Stephen's Church family, we would like to bring you on live this afternoon, giving you the opportunity to say hello, good afternoon, uh, good evening to us uh, here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we have some snow. Um, the streets are, are clearing up, but uh, ODOT is, is pro, um, saying that we're going to get maybe two to three more inches of snow either later today, tonight, or tomorrow. So um, I want to encourage you to stay safe, stay in if you don't have to go out. Uh, so anyone that's worshiping with us today for the first time, uh, please press one on your phone. We'll bring you on live. Uh, we do have a special guest that I will be bringing on uh, in just a few moments. Um, um, Elder Andre Young uh, will be sharing with us in just a moment. But if there's anyone else on the line today, and this is your first time worshiping with us, please press one on your phone and we would bring you on live. And if we don't have anybody, we're going to keep it moving um, because I know that we only have a short amount of time, amen, to um, bring the word, amen. Well, we do have a visitor. I'm going to bring you on live. The last four digits of your phone are 6824. 6824, and you are live with us on today. What exactly? Oh, live, like a live video? No, ma'am. You're on live. The whole church can hear you talking right now. Good afternoon. Oh, okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Asha. Asha? Yes. Well, amen. Thank you, Asha, for visiting us today and worshiping with us. Uh, we hope and pray that um, something will be said or has been said that will impact your walk and your your love relationship with the Lord. We are located at 3605 Northeast Mallory right here in Portland, Oregon. So anytime that you are available, you are welcome to worship with us. Uh, we start every Sunday morning at 1130, and we want you to know that we are excited that you have chosen to worship with us on today. Who was you? Who invited oh, you? Thanks for having me. Amen. Who invited you this morning? 
Miss Yolanda. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Did I meet you at Safeway? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. Well, I'm so honored that you came to worship with us today. And we look forward to worshiping with you again. Be blessed to you and your children on today. Have a good day. Thank you all. Have a good evening or wait, afternoon. <laughs> Amen. Well, stay, well, stay with us because we're, we're going to have an announcement and then we're going to go right to the word of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. It is so good to have guests with us and it's an honor and a privilege to be able to worship with our brothers and sisters. Just want to let you know of a couple of announcements. We postponed our old landmark day celebration. It will be on Sunday, March the 12th at 11.30 a.m. Um, so you'll have the opportunity to join us. Uh, we have a treat for everyone that comes. We're going to sing some old-time songs. We're going to be dressed in some old-time clothing. And we are going to uh, send you home with an old-time lunch. Amen. And so we want to encourage you to join us on March the 12th. For Old Landmark Day, our mother's ministry will be hosting this event, and so we want you all to come and be a part. If you want to um, share within uh, the giving of Greater St. Stephen's, we welcome you to um, send your tithes, your offering. Uh, you'll be sowing into good ground. Amen. Uh, we made it. There's two ways you can sow into this ministry. It's by sending to Cash App. It's uh, dollar sign uh, GSSMBC at PDX. That's GSSMBC PDX. Uh, that's our cash app. And you can send your love gifts, your offering, your tithes to Greater St. Stephen's at GSSMBC PDX. Um, happening in the community, I want you to know that the African American Health Initiative will be sponsoring a blood pressure wellness. They will be bowling on Saturday, March the 11th from 1.30 to 4 o'clock p.m. at the King's Pen Bowling Alley. Um, that is 3550 Southeast 92nd Avenue. There is a $10 donation. You can cash app your donation to Sally Stevens. That's S-A-L-L-I-E-S-T-E-V-E-N-S. And guess what? For $10, you can bowl from 1.30 to 4. Your shoes are included for a $10 donation. For more information, you can contact Sally Stevens at 971 269 6902. And that number again is 971-269-6902. I want you to know that Team Purple, um, that's the Greatest St. Stephen's Choose to Lose team, we will be there on Saturday the 10th. So come on out and join us on Saturday the 11th. I'm sorry. Come on out and join us for some fun as we bowl to take care of our physical body. I am so honored at this time to um, share this platform with a friend of ours. Uh, he is no stranger to the Greater St. Stephen's Mission of Baptist Church family. He is a friend of ours, and he will be uh, doing a couple of projects in the community. 
Remember our saying, a church without a community and a community without a church is unacceptable. And we don't always have to be the ones to initiate the work. We can help support the work. And so we will be supporting the work of Elder Andre Young and the project that he is working on. So uh, this time, uh, Elder Young, I'm going to bring you on live that you may share your announcement with us. Thank you, uh, Pastor Black. We're excited about this announcement and excited to uh, worship with you all today. Um, Straightway Ministries and Multnomah County, we're partnering with um, institutions within the public to provide COVID vaccine clinics and also flu shots. So on this coming Tuesday, February 28th, we will host a clinic at Huggins Hall right there at 3535 Northeast Mallory, the Greater St. Stephen's Missionary Baptist Church family. Uh, invite your friends, um, invite your enemies, <laughs> and invite those that may need uh, COVID shots. Uh, there will be also a meal prepared for those that come. Uh, there will be COVID shots for the pediatric, for the young kids. And so we're really going to reach out to the neighborhood um, and get as many people as we can get in there uh, to get COVID shots uh, as well as uh, a meal that day for those that, that come. Thank you. Amen. Um, Elder, what time is that on Tuesday? Oh, I'm sorry. It's from 12 noon to 3 uh, p.m. And I believe the, the nurses that are coming out are from Providence um, Medical Center. Um, Multnomah County is uh, is overhead, but they have nurses from Providence, Kaiser, um, Safeway. All nurses come from all over uh, to provide the shots. And we just finished the clinic. Well, I got snowed in this past Wednesday, literally snowed into the event. Um, mm. It ended at 3, and I did not get out, out of the building where I was at until 9 p.m. Um, so, <laughs> yes. So we're we're excited about this, and um, hopefully that we can help combat this this COVID nineteen. COVID is real. Yeah, COVID is real, and so we want to address it at the head of it. Amen, amen. So that will be this Tuesday. Thank you, Elder, for that announcement. This Tuesday at the Greater Saint Stephen Mission Baptist Church in Huggins Hall, from twelve to three, they will be giving COVID shots and flu shots and providing a meal. So please encourage your family and friends to join uh, this fight against COVID. Maybe they haven't got all their shots and they're ready to get them. Maybe they hadn't got any of them, but they're ready to get one. So encourage them to be at Greater St. Stephen, 3605 Northeast Mallory, um, right here in Portland, Oregon. Well, my brothers and sisters, it is word time, and I've I've got a, probably about um, eight minutes to share the word with you on today, um, and I'm excited about the word of the Lord. So let us go to the, the to the throne of grace um, in prayer. Gracious Father, we thank you for um, this time of worship. We thank you for this worship experience. Most of all, Father, we thank you for your word. For your word is life building. Your word is what leads us, guides us, it comforts us, it gives us direction. 
And so, God, we can't live without your word. We need your word, Father. So as we look to your word in Colossians chapter 4, the conclusion of our study in this Mm. book, God, we pray that our minds have been shifted, our attitudes have been adjusted, Mm. and our way of thinking is no more stinky, but (laughs) it's thinking on those things that are are virtuous, those things that give you praise, those things that give you glory and honor. Mm. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer, and I'm grateful to you today, Father, for this word. Uh, I pray for the hearers of this word. I pray dunamis power for the doers of this word, God, because it's not easy, God. The struggle is real. We cannot do it without you. We need your Holy Spirit. We need your word to help us to live holy and to live righteous in this blameless and this corrupt, perverted nation. It's in thy son Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. I want you all to know that uh, we purchased these Sunday school books, um, and we started using them back in September of 2022, and we are definitely using them to its fullest capacity. Um, I am coloring in mine. The pictures are beautiful. Uh, They're beautiful colors. Um, This morning, our Black history came from um, the Sunday school book. If you have your Sunday school book and you want to read about Thomas A. Dorsey, again, it's on page 306. But we are definitely getting our money's worth uh, for this Sunday school book. And for those of you that have your book today, I'm on page 293. For those of you that have your Bibles, we are looking to Colossians, Colossians chapter four, a very short read. The whole entire chapter of Colossians can be read in about two hours. Um, It can be listened to in 90 minutes. If you're listening um, Colossians is all about um, how Christians, how believers can live a holistic, full life in Christ. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's all about living in Christ and living in Christ. Um, Colossians addresses problems that the church was having, and Colossians challenges believers to examine their lives and be transformed through the love of God. There are four chapters. There's 95 verses. There are 1,582 words. Brother uh, Farrell told us that um, Paul, um, who wrote over one-third of the New Testament, he is also the writer of this book. If you remember on last Sunday, um, Paul told us that there are some things that we need to take off and there are some things that we need to put on. This Sunday is a continuation of last Sunday's message. Uh, For those of you that that can uh, remember, I had a very, thank you, Brother Farrell, a very expensive garbage bag um, at church with us on last Sunday. And in that garbage bag, I had some items that I had been using um, Friday night and Saturday night. It was 
uh, a used popcorn bag and the wrapper that the popcorn bag came in. Uh, then I found a, a, a toilet paper roll that had been used, and I threw it in this bag, and I threw all this in this bag, and I brought it to church last Sunday so that we could have a visual of, of what it means when Paul says to take off and to put on. Uh, we represented that trash bag, the body of Christ. I represented that bag. And Brother Farrell told me I was a very expensive, valuable bag. Uh, but what the point was, was that inside the bag was stuff that we could not see. We could only see the outside of the bag. It was white and had a red string. That's all we could see. But on the inside of the bag was some stuff in the bag that only God could see. That bag represented our heart, our mind. And, and, and I want you to remember, brothers and sisters, that, that that bag, only God can see the inside of that bag. And today's lesson is a continuation of that lesson. If you spent last week taking off anger and bitterness and hatred and confusion and hostility and unforgiveness, and you put on love, joy, peace, compassion, and humility, you, you need to know now that in order to continue that walk with Christ, you must practice daily this lesson. Let's look at what Paul says in Colossians chapter 4. Verses 2 through 6, and I'm going to be out y'all's way. The King James Version says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Verse 3 says, with all, praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. Verse 4 says, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Verse 5 says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. Verse 6 says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. So just for the next few moments, my brothers and sisters, because our worship experience is a 90-minute uh, worship experience. Um, I'm not going to take the whole time because uh, we've already been in his presence, but I dare not let you know that on today, we must daily practice these spiritual disciplines in our lives in order for us to live a new life in Christ. I want you to know that every time you wake up, it's a new day. Every time you get up, it's a new life. It's a new opportunity. Yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. All we have is right now. Don't worry about it. You, yesterday is dead and gone. So when you woke up this morning, you should have said, Father, forgive me of the sins that I committed. And now I need you, oh God, to rule over me and dwell in me and live inside of me that I may be devoted to the things that will help me be successful in this walk that Paul is talking about. So Paul says here, I need you, brothers and sisters, to be devoted 
to prayer. Yeah, you heard Deacon S.A. pray. That's how we pray every Sunday morning. That's how we pray every Tuesday and Thursday night. And guess what? We just don't pray like that when we have an audience. We pray like that when we are at home by ourselves. We pray like that at noontime every day. Every day. We are devoted to prayer. As a church family, we are committed to prayer. It's just not the church family. Everybody should be committed to prayer. Everyone. I I, I read in the Sunday school book um, that prayer and a prayer is a a conversation between you and God. It, and however you talk to your brothers and your sisters, um, however you talk to your family and friends, however you talk to your coworkers, however you talk to those that you supervise, it's the same way that you must talk to God. The Bible says that Paul encouraged us to pray daily, every hour. Uh, we have should have a posture of prayer, saying every day. Prayer is communicating with God. In, in this, in this, in this communication with God, Paul says that we must be thankful. Mm. Uh, you know, it, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why folks always. Uh, want to talk to God about all of their problems, all of their aches and pains, all of their uh, woes. It's me, oh Lord. Uh, Can I tell you that he already knows? Mm -hmm. He already knows about the trouble that we're going through. And baby, he know about the trouble we about to face. And so why do we spend so much time talking to a big God about some little problem when our God is bigger than all of our problems, all of our circumstances, and all of our situations? The Bible says that we are to exalt the Lord. That that means make him large, make him big. He's bigger than our problems. He's bigger than our circumstances. He's bigger than our troubles. And therefore, we need to exalt the Lord our God. We ought to be thankful that we have a mind to realize and understand that we're going through a hellish situation. We ought to be thankful that we can see the storm that we're in. We ought to be thankful that we can feel the pain points that we are experiencing from our trauma. We ought to be thankful that God has not forgotten us. Thankful that God is in the midst of us and he will carry us through. Oh, thanks of God. The next time you get ready to pray, start out being thankful. I, I want you to know how serious it is. Prayer is 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 is, is a serious. It's, it's a component that we've got to develop. I, I I am a firm believer that if we don't pray, we won't have no power. And if we don't pray, we won't have the right answer. And if we don't pray, we won't have wisdom. Ah, oh, we've got to pray. We got to pray. We got to pray. The next time somebody asks you to pray for them, and you know, I'm kind of guilty of this. Um, sometimes I'm quick to send the emoji. If I get a text message from somebody and they say, pray for me, uh, sometimes uh, because I'll be in such a hurry or I'm at work or I'm in class or I'm doing things, I want to respond right away. I will send that the little uh 
emoji that looks like praying hands, okay? Uh, really, it's just somebody giving somebody else a high five, but we've taken it for, for what we know. We say it's praying. I'm praying. So I'm quick to send the emoji, okay? But, but let's take it another notch. Let's send that person a text, but let it be our prayer. I've done that too. I've sent out people text messages of prayer. But 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 how do that's how we build up our prayer life. That's how we build up our vocabulary. You might be afraid to pray openly and aloud. Mm-hmm. But you can write down some stuff. Yes, you ma'am. can send out some text messages. Yes, ma'am. Send out a text message of a prayer. Yes, next ma'am. time next time somebody say pray for me. Text them your prayer mm-hmm. and then read your prayer to yourself out loud. Mm. That builds up your courage and your confidence mm-hmm. to pray out loud. I'm just a practical teacher, sister, um, that's visiting us on today. I'm just practical. Uh, Elder, you remember, I'm just practical. I'm giving us stuff that when we hang up this phone, we can apply it to ourselves right now. So Paul says, be devoted in prayer. You know, um, prayer requires us to open up our mouth and say something. Mm-hmm. That's where it begins. We got to open up our mouth and say something. And he told us in the model prayer, if you don't know how to pray, pray our father. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, by the time you get through praying the model prayer, our father, some more words are going to come to you. He tells us here in verse two, he says, be alert. Here it is. He's talking about that mind again. Be alert. He says, watch with your eyes. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For what you see will will get embedded in your mind, get embedded in your heart. And sometimes the stuff we see cannot be erased. Mm -hmm. So be careful what you're being watchful for. But Paul says, be alert. Be watchful. And then verse 3, he says, pray for us. Well, who who is it that he wants us to pray for? Well, if you go back through Colossians chapter 4, he tells you, he says, I, I want you to pray for these people. And then he tells us why we should be praying for them. He tells us, pray for uh, Tikkakaius. He said, because he's a hard worker and he serves the Lord with me. Then he says, pray for Onis- Onisima. He's a faithful and a beloved brother. Then he tells us to pray for um, um, Erechias. Erechias, you remember him. He volunteered to go to jail with Paul. Mm. Paul says, pray for him. Then he says, pray for Apophratus. Apophratus is the founder of the church of Colossians. He was a servant of Jesus Christ. So when you are praying, my brothers and sisters, don't forget to pray for Pastor Kimberly Black. Don't forget to pray for Elder Kathy Miniweather. Don't forget to pray for Elder Dante Farmer. Don't forget to pray for Pastor Sherelle Pennington. Don't forget to pray for Elder Andre Young. Don't forget to pray for the men and women that are serving the Lord. Tanya um, Jones, Nancy Kimmins, Gloria McClendon, Faye Miniweather, uh, Janetta Bradley, uh, Pharaoh Mack. Don't forget to pray for the faithful servants of God. Don't forget to pray for those who preach and teach the word of God. Don't forget to pray for those who are out there laboring in the vineyard. Yolanda Menifee, the Kamisha Black. Don't forget to pray for each other. 
what am I praying? Pray that God gives us opportunity to share his word because his word is life building. His word is what's going to keep us. His word is what's going to lead us through the troubles and the heartaches and the pain. His word is what's going to cause us to experience victory and joy and be triumphant. The word of God is good, saints. It's what we need to hold fast to God's unchanging hand. Pray that you would be able to take the word of God and share it with others. We ought to pray for opportunity to share the word of God. Jump down here to verse 5. He says, walk in wisdom. This is not, again, the putting the left foot in front of the right foot, trying to make it somewhere. Walk is your lifestyle. How you live every day, in the house and outside of the house, at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, in the classroom, on your job, and when you get to church. You ought to live in wisdom. Wisdom only comes from God. So that means you must study the word of God and you must pray to God. You must ask the Bible says anyone that lacks wisdom, he must ask God who gives liberally. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. So if you need wisdom, how do I pay my bills with the money that I have? Wisdom. How do I raise these children on my own? Wisdom. How do I communicate with this wife, this husband, who every time they say I open my mouth, I'm nagging and complaining, but really I'm just trying to have some dialogue, have some communication. God, I need some wisdom. I'm on my job and people say that I'm an angry black woman or I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a dominant I'm a I'm a I'm a male chauvinist. They say that I am um I'm I'm a I'm a um I'm a, I'm a micromanager. How do I change their concept of who they think I am? God give me wisdom. I don't know what you're dealing with today, saints. I don't know what you need from God today, but God says if you ask me, if you seek it, if you knock for it, it will be open. The door will be open and you will find what you need. And every good thing comes from God. Everything that comes from God is good. So we must live in wisdom. We must take, we must, we must, we must not waste time. That's what that word redeem means. Stop wasting people's time. Y'all know how I value people's time. If I say 90 minutes, I'm trying to stick to that 90 minutes. We ought not waste people's time because all we have is right now to share the word of God. Don't you know that there is power in your tongue? You can either encourage somebody or you can wound them with your words. And words hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that was that said sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. They was a lie straight from the pit of hell because words do hurt. We get in trouble with our mouth. That's why verse eight, Paul is using uh, the, the 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 metaphor as salt to talk about grace. 
He says, let your speech be seasoned with salt. Salt preserves. Salt adds flavor. Salt preserves. Salt adds flavor. Salt does not corrupt. So as Christians, as believers, we must be careful not to allow the words that come out of our mouth to corrupt, Mm -hmm. but to build up, Mm -hmm. to encourage, to help people see God in the midst of all of this. As I take my clothes today, I want you to know that there is hope, my brothers and sisters. There is hope. In God. God has not forgotten us. Mm. God has not forsaken us. He is in the midst of us. Like Elder said, we are living in this pandemic with COVID. We are also living in a pandemic of violence, gun violence. Mm. God is in the midst of us. People every day are losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. People, we we heard a couple of weeks ago that our young black men uh, are the highest right now in in suicide. Our children, the rate for suicide among African-American teenagers, middle schoolers, is higher than it's ever been before. That's why it's important, my brothers and sisters, that we be devoted to prayer and that we allow our words to be seasoned with grace and that we speak life and speak hope and we look for every opportunity to share the word of God. Let's not waste our time and the time of others. Gracious Father, we just thank you for your word on today. We thank you, Father, for reminding us that our, our, our duty and our responsibility is to be committed, devoted to prayer, and that we must uh, siege every opportunity to redeem the time to tell this dying world that you are the way, the truth, and the light. Mm-hmm. Father, help us to be mindful of your word today. We love you today, Father, and we appreciate you. And we give you the glory, the honor, and we magnify your name, for you are good and you're worthy to be praised. Thank you for this lesson on today. Thank you for our guests on today. May they be encouraged. May they feel empowered. May they be ha- experience renewed hope in you because they worship with us on today. So I pray now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, Father God, be received today by those who had an ear to hear. And God, I pray that you would watch between us while we are absent, one from another. And what I say unto one, I say unto all, may the peace of God rest, rule, and abide within our hearts, both now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Join us tonight at 8 o'clock for the Light of Portland. Elder Andre Young will be our guest speaker on tonight at 8 o'clock. You say, Pastor Black, well, how do I get some more? Dial this very same number, and you will be able to join us tonight at 8 o'clock 
for the Light of Portland broadcast. Have a blessed day. Love you all. Come on, keep talking with your hands. You already know this song. Come on, sing, Kevin.